I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> worth it. I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. It's supposed to be for the people, by the people, and all You know for the what's people. interesting about this group is I've been doing this for 30 years. I know what I'm doing. You come in here and you say it has to be my way or the highway. I don't respond to that. That was his drive. Should we do intros? No. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, hi, everyone. You're, You're listening. Hi, our names are going to be on the screen. Hi, hi everyone. Maybe well, we should it's go a, mostly an audio medium. Yeah. Don't this isn't the, this isn't the Joe Rogan thing. I don't know, but it's not a Joe yeah, Rogan thing. The ones thing. that are cowards. All right. We were for full transparency. Carl doesn't have a first uh, last name. He's like Madonna or Cher. Don't, why are you calling me Carl, man? That's not my. That's not it my. It says it right there. It yep. Screen. It's gonna, it's gonna say it. Gonna have to change yeah. that. That's not accurate at all. <laughs> we all uh, <laughs> were. How do you, how do we know each other? I'm Drew. This is uh, Randy and Carl. How do we all know each other? Well, Carl's my boss at PetSmart where we work, and Randy what? is PetSmart. Carl's boss at PetSmart where, where we work. I was actually uh, talking to this guy today who I asked, I just noticed that he was cutting my neighbor's lawn and I wanted him to cut my lawn. So I started telling him about the things that we're starting to do, like this podcast and whatnot. He said we should start a YouTube channel because his buddy just plays video games all day and streams it and makes a million dollars. He's like 21. His buddy's name is Mumbo Jumbo. Maybe we should do that. Should we okay. do a YouTube channel instead of a podcast? Yeah, actually, can you guys just end the call? <laughs> <laughs> we could we could have one of the podcasts we'll record it while playing minecraft wdc podcast channel and wdc youtube channel fuck. god damn it watch this wdc <laughs> are we settled on, is watch this drive the the name of the podcast it might as well be i think it's fantastic i think watch it should this be drive is a podcast by we do crime which is our company that makes things that are legally distinct from anything we've done before it's very important that at PetSmart, at at PetSmart where we work. <laughs> Why did it have to be PetSmart? I don't know. It's the first company I thought of. Because your fiance. Yeah, we all do. There. We all do work together currently at PetSmart, and we are starting a company that certainly does not make uh, dog or cat related items. You know they do more than dogs and cats. Hmm. Yeah, of course. I work there, Carl. <laughs> hamsters and gerbils i got the same training as you parakeets yeah bunny rabbits fish we're just we're just naming animals do you remember when i was talking about respecting the listener's time this is do you guys want to see how many animals we can name fuck them <laughs> sugar glider <laughs> sugar Shit. glider badger i don't think they sell badgers at PetSmart. Uh, they sell they sell uh axolotls the game has changed to just naming animals that lose which is near me. This is unlistenable. <laughs> do you yeah, want to go no in? Segues. Yeah. Do you want to go into the uh, 
part portion of the show where we try to sound smart about current events. I was just telling Randy the other day that I was listening to, uh, you know, your your favorite podcast. You're both your favorite podcast. That's not Drew's at all. Well, I don't care whose it is. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's just kind of repetitive and boring. Don't tell people I listen to the Andrew Tate podcast. It's my favorite. It was Alex Jones. It was Alex Jones. And and Randy, Randy said, you know, we should we should definitely not have a have a we format. should reinvent the format every single time. Yeah. Different hosts. Everything's yeah. different. You know, yeah. there's a podcast called Episode One that does that. Oh, geez. It doesn't surprise me. Yes. Well, we can start Insanity. with, we can start with, uh, Carl already knows, but we can start with uh, album on display. What album does Randy have on display? Oh, yeah, I know. That's because uh, I, I suggested that. That appears to be the soundtrack to Friends Season 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For our audio correct. listeners, yeah. uh, it appears yeah. to be signed by, I can't pull any of their names. Oh, mm-hmm. was it signed? I didn't even realize it was signed. No, it's not signed at all. Uh, so Randy, Randy had somewhere. multiple of these, um, yeah, of these albums, and he refuses to give me one because the old one apparently is worth more than the new one. Well, they re-released it, so it's My yeah. Morning Jacket, Okanokos, which is a live LP. So good. There's four records, I think, in this version, hmm. and there's five records in the newest version. You know, that's what I hate about records. There's like five of them. Both are 180 yeah. gram. Yeah. Both are fantastic audio quality and uh from like three nights i forget where they recorded it nashville in okonokos no okonokos okonokos is just some i think japanese term that jim james the lead singer no it's a location in some place in the united states it's like somebody who gets the tattoos of the japanese glyphs and it's just like hot dog yep so that's what i'm on display it's a great album that's great. I got to get some Strongly vinyl recommend. so that I can be a part of this segment. Mm-hmm. Oh, it means where to begin. Where to begin? Is it Japanese? Uh, I mean, it sounds Japanese. Um, I know he's he's into Japanese culture a bit. So there's a word for that. It's like State a f- of being like, in which the human soul like transcends a f- close space friend and time. And coworker of ours. Oh. Yeah. yeah okay. Go ahead. I want to talk to you all, and this will be outdated by the time this comes out. But okay, tomorrow is Apple because you're a little quieter than. Apple, mm-hmm. Apple, Apple. Is this good here? Yeah. What kind of Apple do you yes, think sir. Apple computers? I'll is? normalize it afterwards, so you'll be fine. That's fine. Normalize my voice. Speaking of That's apples, what kind? Do. What kind of Apple do you think they are? No, hold on, stop. Right. You can't. You can't do this. You can't take this from me. Like, do you think it's like a pink lady Tomorrow or a cosmic crunch? Is, I'm gonna. This is why we need separate tracks so that you can uh, make me sound like I'm not being harassed and heckled. That's you're supposed the, to be in this. As part of the team, Carl. Yeah, I thought it thought as we would just kind of like talk about what kind of Apple Apple Apple's, is. They're, they've got their event coming up tomorrow, and just would like last year. you call it their year, banquet? Event. Just he like said last event. year. Oh, I thought you said banquet. They are going to be announcing some new products and new services. I wanted to ask both of you. Same being services in the industry, and products what do the you last think, time. What do you think will happen at tomorrow's event? Oh. There will be a new phone. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly the same as the current phone. I disagree with you. With I think there's going to be slightly updated specs and mm-hmm. a new version number. I don't know what they're on. 12, 13, 14? What? I think 13. Jesus. Yeah, because they have the 12 and the 12. No, four, plus. it'll be the, four, the iPhone 14. So the oh, iPhone the 14? 14 will be exactly the same as the iPhone, iPhone 13. Which is the same as the 7, which is what I have. Yeah. They're all the same. Carl, you are like a unicorn. Then there will be like an M3 processor. Hmm. No. So 
I agree with you completely. I agree with all of those things. Um, but I think that since you're right, you're right, Randy and Carl, the updates, the changes, they're getting much more iterative. They're getting very small. It's a mature field, smartphones. So they've got to branch out into new verticals. And <laughs> that's why I think tomorrow we can, and this has been rumored for a while, uh, we can expect Apple to start selling, start pre-orders for sales of the Apple Bible. Hmm. That's that... right. Amer America in the world's most popular book is getting a re-release bound in Oh, silver. is it actually the Christian Bible? I thought it was just like- the No, Apple it's the Bible. unedited okay. Christian- The iBible. Bible. The Steve Jobs version. The iBible. It's not edited. It's just, no, it's just Bible by Apple. Oh, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. So I'm really excited because they're really trying to branch into the demographic of, mm. you know, people who would buy a Bible. In, in all seriousness, I do think that they are, it, whether it's in this version or the next version, I think they're going to start integrating the screen zero bullshit for, uh, for the telecom companies. The what? The screen zero, like screen zero ad adverts. What is Have that? You heard have you heard about this? So it's it's like advertisements on your home screen when your phone is locked. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, you think they would do that because fire um, the fire no, uh, tablets well, and stuff do that. I just feel like they're going to get a lot of pressure and from the, from the uh, like the telecom companies, like yeah, AT and T. They they want to provide them. Or there's I just think there's going to be a, a, the, the possibility to to like build it in and then like then you know you'd have to like opt out kind of or, think, or subscribe more, out of, of more like sus as far as like how they handle your sus. data i don't know it's just it's hitting everywhere like they're they've got ads to everywhere use, to now use a, a drew term oh sus drew's generation why don't term. you let me handle the really old gen z or really young millennial not sure i fall slang. but like <laughs> you know what i mean like they they pretend that they're um that they're i was gonna do air quotes they pretend that they're going to you know keep your data private and do all that stuff but they kind of but they yeah. still have it. They still have it. And they're still, yeah. they're going to use it. They're going to make yeah. sure, but you're not going to know. Yeah. They're going to use it for, gonna for they're going to use it for screen zero adverts. Okay. Targeted adverts. I mean, if you look at the way the tech, that tech has been going, like every, like, I mean, besides the, the phones lately, but I mean, even like your TVs nowadays, it's recommended to not even hook them up to the internet, you know, like, because all these smart TVs are basically just ads. They're just riddled with ads. Do you guys think, do you guys think Apple? Do you think they'll start selling apples? Yeah. You think they? Do you haven't? think they'll finally live up to their some history or some point in their history? Have they ever like as a promotional sold some Macintosh? No. Um, man, no, I never I, even thought about that. I'm not going to look into that, but I'm going to say no. I know uh, they've been sued numerous times by the Beatles, like so many times it's not even funny. Oh, because of Apple Records. Yeah, they, they, the first time they got sued was just using the name Apple. Yeah. And then they said, "Well, we promise we'll never." ever play music on these devices. Uh -oh. Then they uh -oh. got sued again. And then they're like, okay, we're going to play music, but we will never ever sell music using this brand. Ooh. And then they got sued again. At least they, three times. Seriously. Did they win or lose? I'm not making it up. Those cases. Of course they won. It, they've settled. So it's, you yeah, know, they probably, they Apple computer is probably paying like 10% of their profits. To Sett the settling is winning <laughs> to That's them. That's pretty cool. Actually, I'm pretty sure they do, like Apple Music and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure they do sell, or they do license, um, or somehow Apple 
records is getting money from Apple Music, just not from the Beatles catalog being on there, just just in general. They should have called Apple Music Apple Records and just just to like yeah, just shit went, on them. I mean, Steve Jobs is so obvious. He's like, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Beatles. I love the album cover with you know the Apple and the vinyl, which I have one, but I, I won't like the it, anthology. No, uh, m- most um, things that were released on Apple Records, the center uh, paper of the vinyl. Yeah, it's, it's like the open. It's like the open apple, right? It's cut in yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, and they have different variations, yeah. like a green one and this, and that's yeah. different pressings and what have you. But yeah, I think the anthology, with... the Beatles anthology, that has like three or four discs. I think that mm-hmm. it's like layered. So I yes, think you had yeah. like. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't have really that cool. specifically, but Bad Finger, like a lot of other um, artists that were released on Apple Records, have that same logo design, mm. and you know they or Steve Jobs loved it, so he's like, I'm stealing it. You think they'll bring Steve Jobs back tomorrow? Yes. Randy, yeah. you and I were talking about this. Yeah, he's he's coming back tomorrow. They, I, I think my joke was they they mastered the technology, they got him. Yeah. And he's gonna be he's he he actually is now a a turtle's neck is okay. actually going to be his neck. A oh. turtle's neck. That's a turtleneck joke. Um, oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's he, bad. He's famous for his black turtlenecks. It was a really bad joke, but I added to it. Yep, that was the reaction. Didn't think it was going to be good. All right, so Kiwi Farms is bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you know way more about this than... Yeah, I don't know anything tomorrow. about Kiwi Farms. I don't know know, I've never that, even heard of this name. Yeah, it's been making a lot of news. The main thing is that it was used as a place for people to organize against uh, marginalized groups, uh, namely trans people, but they also just didn't really like women. Uh so how's that like different from like 4chan or your generic? It's kind of it's kind of not. I mean, it's it's kind of not. It's just that like those sorts of how websites. How does 4chan still exist? I don't know where it's hosted, but the main thing about this was that it became it got a lot of attention from somebody in particular who uh, was targeted by people on Kiwi forums directly, and they started a campaign uh, to get Cloudflare, who's providing them. DDoS protection and a CDN to uh, drop that site, that whole client of theirs. And there was a ton of, it's noteworthy because there's a ton of resistance from Cloudflare and a ton of uh, high level discussions from some of our greatest minds on whether or not it was good to remove the website that was a direct tool uh, for harassing people and doing violence uh but i mean they ended up caving uh they were, they got a whole lot of bad press this is very rare for them i think they've, they've done it before with uh 8chan or one of the chans mm-hmm. they took them down and they also took down stormfront uh or they stopped providing them services i don't know if they had the power to take them down fully uh but yeah, I mean, bullying works. That's the headline for cancel me. Cancel culture strikes again. Cancel culture strikes again. Good. We are on the side of cancel culture. We actually are middle management at the cancel culture. This actually nonprofit. reminds me. I, I, this thing popped up on TikTok. Uh, what is... Give me one second. I forget going, the, going back uh, a second, though, but 4chan is... Uh, they're hosted in California. Yeah. Which really? It's kind of surprising. Yeah, they were in Texas and they moved to California in 2008. That's crazy. Yeah, it's backwards. Would, yeah, exactly. It's completely backwards. 
haven't all of the Silicon Valley people been finding a lot more adrenochrome in Texas? Have I, you, I zoned out. I have no idea. What you you, you might. It's not. It's not just in your head. It's a podcast. They've been cutting like little clips out and put them on TikTok, and that's how I discovered it. But it reminds me of this um, clip that they just posted, which is tech bros are not well. And okay. it's basically like a criticism of the Elon Musk of the world. Yeah. Where, you know, it's all this like disruptive technology. Like we're going to stop uh, or we're going to disrupt the taxi industry or the book selling industry or, I don't know, automobile, you know, gasoline powered automobiles in the case of Elon Musk or banking with PayPal. And then they disrupt it and then they gain a huge fortune. And now it just seems like they're trying to escape the society and the, the, yeah. the culture in which they've kind of partially created, you know, whether actually disappearing into space, you know, which is not or just, or just an island like uh, like a uh, Zuckerberg or what have you. And it's like, do you ever think maybe you should just improve, you know, culture and society no. by maybe instead of enriching yourself? Like no, they do change that the, the, on their the, island. <laughs> we could change, you know, realign capitalism essentially well, you know i mean you need the pores they need the pores to stay rich like, can we just disrupt capitalism disrupt like feudalism disrupt the craziness that we... why would the people on top of the pyramid but they weren't on top down? when they dis when they were disrupting these things yeah, yeah but, but it's it's self that that those types of roles like they self-select for people that do not have the sense of humanity required to pivot to actually doing good things yeah there's no motivation like world yeah so yeah, like yeah, if, if your you... dad was an emerald farmer or whatever the hell exactly farmer, there's emerald there's miner. like a. I mean bill gates helps a lot of people yeah i mean he's, he donates he's... a lot of money right i mean yeah, i'm not saying he's, he's, not he's saying... worth more now than when he no like, no but retired. i'm not saying i'm not saying that like he's the perfect guy but i mean at least he is giving money to a no he's i'm saying he's charities evil. and stuff he's a, no. no he's an evil guy like the only sucks. person that's actually doing somewhat of a decent job giving away their fortune is Mackenzie. um what's a bezos is that her name yeah jeff bezos's ex-wife greatest oh, bag yeah. getter of all time she's like <laughs> giving it away yeah. like aggressively getting away yeah, but here's the thing if, if that's it, really she's, legit, if she's, she's really just doing like if but she's, she's really just like here's a bunch of money goodbye like she, i mean that's that's, that's the thing she's still it's a pain in the ass to give away a billion dollars <laughs> yeah i mean we've probably all seen brewster's millions it's like it's hard to get through a billion dollars yeah my giving... solution to that is to not let anyone have that much money exactly mm -hmm. exactly and think about the betterment of society if like you could just i don't know give it to your workers is this a good time to talk about the fact and this is going to sound a lot like an advertisement uh, but we're not hiring currently is this a good time to talk about why we do crime like why we are yeah. doing things what we're doing because yeah there's no That's reason a good segue by the way that was there's, professional. there's no reason for uh companies to not pay workers equivalent amounts to the work that they put in uh so we said if we're going to start our own thing that is not directly competing with PetSmart in any way shape or form uh that it should be worker owned uh it should we should take all of the profit and we should just divide it amongst the people that made that profit possible because if like and I, i'm saying we would even do that with interns like we would do that with with anyone like 
And I mean, the, like this, like vision that people have this like fantasy of like, oh, I'm going to start a company and then eventually it'll get big and then I'll be able to go do nothing. And people will basically just be continuing to work. And then I will just have money from the work that they're doing, even though I'm no longer associated with the company. And then I'll be able to give that share to my children so that then they're there and they're just basically scraping money off the top of people's work for no reason. And usually people will hear this stuff and think about it in terms of like, uh, you know, factories and, and stuff like that, where labor conditions are obviously much worse than our bougie ass, uh, white collar, uh, desk jobs, move, make colors on screen, change, collect six figures. Um, but it still applies, you know, it's still the same principle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. is that, is that moralist? Is it, uh, no, it's just right. I was going to say, yes, it is. Yeah, moralist. of course. And I am, I'm saying I am better than anyone who does not do it this way. Okay. No, you obviously we all agree. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously we all agree. We took a vote. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a workers co-op. Yeah. And we split it three ways. I wanted to, since we're talking, now we're talking business again, I wanted to let you guys know that uh, I've been in communications with a potential client to provide them DDoS protection. Um, the, it's, a, it's a free speech case. It's a free speech case. Um, and I may not agree with everything that they agree with or believe in, but come on, how are you going to hold people responsible for the stuff that you let them do on your site? All right, 200 years ago, some old men wrote a document. That's right. Enclosed in this document. To, uh... And now I uh, have a copy of it in my pockets. All right. Drew is, <laughs> Drew is now 33.3, three repeating percent fired. Oh, man. I'm firing well, you. 33%. Well, you, you don't have the votes. Well, can, let's, let's bring it up to a vote. <laughs> All right. And then, and then the other news that you shared is Peter Thiel. The vote failed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Peter Thiel is... Do you, what you is guys this? know Peter? Do you know? He's do you not know who Peter Thiel is? Minstrel cycle focused film. There's a so there's a magazine, and it's basically conservative Cosmo, and the company, the magazine, is uh, backed by Peter Thiel. Okay. And they are launching a new uh, femtech, as they call it, company. It's horrible. I love it. And <laughs> what they do, as far as I can tell, is collect menstrual data on you the customer hmm. in exchange for something that is money. not is entirely clear to me how, oh, so how is this is this are what these people i heard like a lot of uh, a lot of women's activists a lot of women in general um with the roe v wade thing were very worried about certain cycle apps tracking is this yeah. related I have I no idea. It seems like the worst time to launch something like this. Yeah, that's kind of the climate. Thinking. Like they're completely out of touch because like the majority of the country is kind of. So I, I'm going to just I'm going to say allegedly the word allegedly. You can just Randy, if you could go back and just put it into every other word that I'm about to say. Uh, allegedly, allegedly. By me. Uh, I can imagine that this company's main way that it would make money is by selling the data that it collects because like I, i'm i'm actually i'm gonna pull up their website let's let's check out their website the latest the latest investment was like 3.2 million 28 by ev okay uh hero lockup image a femtech company for women by women 
uh, scrolling, filler, uh, fitness tailored to your body's natural cycle. 28 provides women with hyper-personalized, first-of-its-kind feminine fitness plus holistic wellness experience powered by custom technology and each user's natural cycle. We provide world-class customized streaming workouts, nutrition profiles designed for hormone health, and science-based insights into yourself, your relationship, and your work tailored to your current emotional state. Uh, empowering women to radically improve their health by embracing their nature. We're on a mission to demystify and destigmatize menstrual health by enabling women to embrace their feminine nature, not fight it. Okay. But what are you doing though? Like actually, if your cycle is your compass then 28 is your path to healthy hormones, self-discovery and the beautiful feminine. Hold on. Let me read you that. 28 is your path to healthy hormones, self-discovery and a beautiful feminine physique. They're going to report your menstruation cycle. So if you miss one, they're going to report it to the authorities. Yes. Yeah. This sounds That's like allegedly. This sounds like that, and no fat checks. That's what this sounds like. <laughs> also, no. Also, no fat checks. I mean, that's kind of like what it, what it reads to me as. It's just oh, and beautiful feminine physique. No fat checks. Yeah. Yeah. There, I can no confirm there are uh, no no fat checks on the landing page. So they're putting their their money where their mouth is on on uh, fat phobia for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird that like the guy who seriously in 2016 said, uh, I think we should really look into the idea of taking young people's blood and putting it into me mm-hmm. is investing millions of dollars. Wait, did that oh, really happen? Was that a real Silicon thing? Silicon Valley um, plot, plot line. Yeah, yeah, I thought that that was just a Silicon Valley thing. No, that, no that it's a real. Thing? It's, I think it's they even name him by name in Silicon Valley. Yeah, you're probably right. In other news, did you see the... Peter Eckersley. That's link. horrifying. Yeah, that's really sad. Yeah. So that's actually a good person. Speaking of the tech bros, somebody who's trying to do good work. I don't know if you guys ever paid attention to anything with the uh, Electronic Frontier Foundation. I, I've seen the some of the their stuff that's come out of that, but I did I know not they're realize. still around, but uh, I, I knew it like back in the day. It was like an activist kind of group. Yeah. Um, you know, fighting for net neutrality, fighting for all the all the good stuff on the internet, um, as it were. And uh, yeah, he he started the Let's Encrypt. Well, he was one of the co-founders for the Let's Encrypt, which is the reason you know, that free we have... SSL that you yeah. can that you can get, which is excellent because it's SSL is totally a money grab. And uh, yeah, he died of cancer. Oh, that's horrible. He's How 43. old is he? Forty three. Oh my god. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, the man was a genius. Yeah. From what I could tell. And I didn't, I honestly, I, I feel bad. I didn't know as much as I clearly should have about him before I saw the news. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's there's the stats that they have in here about how 90% of the internet now is on HTTPS. Uh, that, and I'm sure that you guys being in the industry longer would know more about the before times because there's stuff in here about how uh before he did it or before he led the charge on this that a lot of people thought about some encryption layer being ubiquitous on the web as like a pipe dream yeah i mean what what's https that that's what that's what it was back in our day you know it didn't didn't even exist 
wasn't a thing. Yeah, most websites were definitely not. No. And most amateur websites, I should say. Like, yeah. You know, the the, the, the banking ones eventually the were. The Apple.coms of the world yeah. were, were also. The secure, record but. company? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, the Beatles uh, record company. Record company. Um, but it was really Google, um, their, the, the search algorithm changing and giving a, a boost to HTTPSs that uh, changed the game. I thought that was somewhat recent, is it not? That is fairly recent, but that's when everyone was super aggressive about making a push. Yeah. Um, you just got to convince the SEO nerds. But, I mean, not to get it conspiratorial, but when that happened, I was I was fairly convinced. It's like, yeah, I mean, it costs like 15, 20 bucks to, to get an SSL for a year. It's $40 for a domain average, you know, some somewhere around there. Could be could be less, could be 25, whatever. But it's it's you know just another expense when I don't know when I first started making websites in ninety five ninety seven around there it was free like everything was free like you could do anything for free mm-hmm. and we, we there's still free tiers out there but I just think steps like that you know take take you away from like you know a fourteen year old kid just yeah popping the up f- a website the free tiers now aren't exactly free though. They're not Even like, then, like they're not like they were free back when we were like GeoCities yeah. and, and all that stuff. It was still like ad, you know, but you could still, even if you wanted to, if you wanted to actually buy a domain and get a really small, like my first hosting package was $5 a month. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was a, a little bit for a high schooler, but for a blue collar high schooler, but it was doable. And I, you know, I paid it and, uh, I actually, I still have that exact same. I think it's like up to like $6 a month now. (laughs) Nonetheless, you know, that's like where it started. And just when, when things, the whole, the, the SEO thing and everything has to have an SSL and stuff. It was like, seriously, I just looked at it again, not to be conspiratorial, but just another way for, you know, cause who's selling the SSLs? It was like network solutions and GoDaddy and, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, in in this industry as well as in others you need to have fake bullshit reasons for money to exchange hands so that you can have something that resembles an economy without mm-hmm. having anything of actual value that you're producing and you know I, I i know that it's like a valid thing i know it's a real thing you should have an ssl cert oh for sure but the idea form, but yeah but the idea that so you have to pay for it is mm-hmm. is kind of yeah. nuts which is so why this is this is yeah. awesome i mean i i plugged in all of our PetSmart uh, clients into Let's yeah. Encrypt. That's great because it's it's free and it's it's reputable and it's like why not you know yeah. yeah. Do you think we're gonna get a cease and desist from PetSmart? Who cares? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm, I mean, like actual. I'm not. I'm not talking about the thin. We're advertising mail. for PetSmart. Who cares? I'm they talking about like the actual PetSmart. Yeah. No, I know. It's the potential's there. It, it would. Take I just. A while. Uh, to That's your, a to sign your point, of success, though. though. Yeah. To your point though, Randy, like I just uh, recently was looking at migrating my my blog over to like the a free, you know, WordPress, WordPress mm-hmm. dot, dot org or dot com, whatever one it is nowadays. And I think dot org could, is the hosting, right? Yeah, Maybe. something yeah. like that. And and basically, it was just because like I'm I have this old you know domain that I've had for years, but the price just keeps going up, and I'm not really doing anything with it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, maybe I should just get rid of it. You know, I mean, it's like the domains just get spammed like crazy now. So. I was like, oh, I'll just migrate my website over to that. But then it's like, if you want to use, like, real like, really custom themes, 
or something like that. It's, They're charging you, gotta, you for the heated seats. Yeah, you got you got to be a premium member. But if you're free, if you're on the free tier, and I remember like a long time ago, like the free tier used to be literally legit free. Like you just have a website on WordPress. But now they they just inject ads into your website, mm-hmm. and you know all the ad revenue just goes to them. And it's kind of like I don't know, put a bad taste in my mouth. Like I'm just like I don't even want to use my own website, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. on this because it's just like I I hate ads on websites they just slow the thing down they interrupt the content there's just so much that they're just so intrusive and especially when you can't control them and any yeah you know, yeah yeah it's so it's just like i don't know like like there's just there there really is just like nothing really truly free like there yeah. was you know 20 years ago i kind of i kind of miss it com, like before google bought it blogger.com Mm-mm. I, I mean i i remember blog i loved that blogspot.com was like where it was hosted and stuff. Any in any regard, it was a great service and it was totally but free. And I, I got it like I... a year before Google bought it, and then they Google just ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> they do I, that. It's kind of like uh, my fitness pal. My fitness pal was like really really good, and then uh, it was bought out by um, I think it's like Under Armour or something. And now it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And the latest update is even the worst that it that it has ever been. They uh they started like putting uh interstitial ads like after you enter stuff so like just takes up your full screen, and puts ads in there and then also they just announced that they are taking away a feature from the free tier and putting it into the premium tier. It's just like why am I even using your app? <laughs> it's like it's just I don't know, man. It's crazy. Well, it's, I think I think that people like we've gotten kind of accustomed to to free stuff. You know, nobody wants to work anymore. I've I've said I've been saying this um, since eighteen sixty five. Since 1865, I've, I've been saying that, you know, the, today's generation, by which I mean Gen X, you, uh, just lazy, you know, want everything handed to them. They don't have to pay for anything. You know, people did work to make that app, Carl. And it's honestly kind yeah. of anti-labor for you to be upset about the interstitials. No, 100%. <laughs> the, the, I, the, you know that they get paid directly on, on the clicks that they um, that you hit on accident when they... yeah. They, and they, what's jig. what's really good with the uh, the My Fitness Pal ones is they pop up and then um, there's literally like a close button and it's in the same design as all of the other buttons. It's not like you know how like on mobile game ads it's usually just like a, a timer with an X that pops up in a different location and if you it's really tiny. Yeah, these patterns. are these are very obvious buttons that say close, but you you don't know because we've been tricked so many times on the web into clicking a close button that's actually a downloading a. a a virus or something like that or opening another pop-up it's like you just don't think it's a a real close mm-hmm. in it. i was trying to download some ram last week and uh <laughs> it's crazy oh, I, like I, like I, a like a ram truck you wouldn't no, download like, a car like, would like you memory you can't mail pants by computer design hmm. memory from a computer the, but it's funny that you talk RAM. about stuff getting more expensive like with the the wordpress and everything because there are ways that you can get your website up for completely free. Um, they have like tier limits for, for bandwidth and everything. Um, and it's a lot of the really crazy features are getting way more accessible CDNs and edge computing and um, like incremental static regeneration, like all the, the crazy stuff for the, with like Jamstack related things. And so you can get out there and you can, you know, spin something up and have like enough bandwidth in the free tier to serve it to like 20,000 people a month. But it's um, all, but, it, it's, 
it's because they're trying to entice developers. Yeah, so, no, I mean the yeah. free, the purpose of it's a free not tier is free to is to drive five growth. Years, yeah, in five years. No, from, yeah. From I mean, H- H- Heroku, which is one of the biggest like hosting platforms, they just completely cut their free tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was the same with uh, Jira. Do you remember? Like Jira had, I don't know if they, maybe they went back on it, but I remember Jira had like a free tier up to for like five users. Like every Atlassian product was free for five users. I think they still do. I don't think they do. I think there's one that they don't, they don't do that okay. anymore. I thought but, they still did. Or maybe they got they got rid of it at one point. I remember complaining about it, and then we uh, maybe they brought it back. I don't know, yeah. but the free tiers eventually go away. And to your to your point, Randy, yeah, it's like for it, they're advertising for developers. Like that's really cool. But like for that mom and pop that just wants to set up like a WordPress site by themselves, you know, not that but I'm never, saying that they should. Yeah, they're never. It's it's for developers. They're never gonna yeah. that out. Or shop. They'll do the Shopify yeah. thing. I forget who it was. It was it's one of the big one of the big tech companies. Uh, I don't know if it was Google or Apple or whatever, but they were they were making the point that the most important audience to advertise to is developers because that's how you'll get mass adoption. I think it was Apple actually because they were like, you get developers to make apps, and then those apps pull users in, you know, to the ecosystem. So let's give developers all the incentive to, you know, make apps and. That sounds like an Apple too. thing. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's kind of it's more in everything everybody thing at this point mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i uh encouraged mass adoption of certain technologies at PetSmart. and yeah. but i mean if you think about it like that's when not to like you know the, like the layman is gonna buy a phone or gonna buy a computer and who do they ask they ask like their cousin that's into computers you know yeah so we're we are the conduit to, to mass, you know, to critical We're the mass oracles. Of, yes. <laughs> and sometimes I get drunk I mean, and sometimes I they won't convene an- with the spirits through sometimes documentation. Sometimes I think it's, yeah, sometimes it, I, I think people are just making decisions based on, you know, the, the color of the metal or whatever, or the sleekness of the design or whatever. But oftentimes it's, you know, your tech friend that's saying, yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, you don't want to look stupid to your tech friend. <laughs> There are sometimes it's like it's just easier, you know. I mean, you know, you got your kids. A lot of times, if you have kids, right, the kids wanna wanna have the same stuff as their friends, you know. Oh yeah, so you, yeah. You kind of buy into that ecosystem for them, mm-hmm. and then eventually it spreads into the, the the larger family, you know, just because it's ease of use. You know, grandparents want to chat with the kids now on FaceTime, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, so it's just easier sometimes to do that. Dad, you have to get us versal. Okay. Everybody's school is using Vercel. Yeah, I use both pronunciations so nobody can get mad at me. No, that's good. That's a good strategy. It's GIF and GIF. Yeah. What else we have? Uh, oh, I kind of want to talk about Truth Social. Yeah, things are going very well. They don't allegedly owe their hosting provider $1.5 million. Which is them, right? Is that what you said? Like no, so the, there's this other company uh, called... Uh, a rogue or uh right forge which right is forge. which oh, purports yeah. to be the conservative cancel uh proof and it's got right right in its name yeah which means it's good mm-hmm. it means it's correct and they are basically saying hey if aws won't have you if cloudflare won't have you you come you come over to us because we care about things like freedom of speech and patriotism and harassing trans people. That's and your, all. Your that's point all. is that it's just a, it was just a matter of time. 
which yeah. I fully agree with. Yeah, before the right, you know, like the Fox News of, of hosting or something. Yeah. I do wonder if they're using those larger companies for anything. Because yeah. it'd be very funny. To, that's like having a uh, like an off-brand potato chip that's made by Lay's. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, we know that you like you got canceled, right? Your their, your main we still want it. We still want a little bit of that hate money. I know this is like a an argument as old as well, especially as old as like fascism and Nazis and stuff, but the whole you know, if you or if your tolerance in, tolerates intolerance, then it will be replaced by intolerance. You know, that whole kind of saying where yeah. you're so tolerant as a society, you accept fascists in, right. and those fascists will wipe out everything. Right. You cannot tolerate. But there is, there is like a, you know, I, I mean, right-wingers can have their crazy thing. I guess as long as they're not, you know, what you were describing with the, uh, what, Kiwi Farm... God, yeah. why is it called Kiwi Farm? I have no idea. I do not know the they etymology farm, of they the farm But they kiwis. were actually like organizing to harass or Yeah, like they would dox maybe, people. Maybe physically harm. They would swat people. They would like oh, find Jesus. out like yeah. yeah. Obviously that 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 is, you know, any sort of thing like that, like, you know, your rights to swing your fist and at my nose or whatever. Yeah. Um but like they're you know, if you wanna be a bunch of circle jerks online about how Trump is great and you know put you know photoshop his head on rambo's body yeah which i think is cool and you should keep doing yeah yeah definitely we're all we're all in agreement as far as that yeah i think you're okay. a little silly but <laughs> yeah i mean if you wanted to do that with any president i think you're a yeah. little silly yeah well i would do it with any some politician presidents. any leader at all i there's some jokes that i can only make about presidents that are already dead <laughs> Um, no, but, but that's I, where that's where the the right gets you know they get stuck because they're like, you're not expressing or you're not allowing us to express our free speech and blah 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 blah. And, yeah, this is like it's a really weird kind of argument to parse if you're trying to approach it earnestly because of mm-hmm. how unearnest anybody's arguments either like for or against this type of thing like this type of like big tech censorship, like the the obvious pro tech or pro like doing this kind of thing is that you know there's a like certain moral judgments that can and should be applied to certain things the response to that is always like well yeah of course like when it's aligns to your moral sensibilities but you know it'd be different if the tables were turned and so that's why you have to like the response to it can't be to adapt your behavior it has to be to like fight it and like you kind of feel like you're raging against the machine you're this counterculture you know whatever but really you're just trying to run a con on very conable people yeah. And maybe you've conned yourself, but or or maybe you are cynical and you know exactly what you're doing. Um, but I feel like the only real answer to this is to make the internet and social media more of a public utility than mm-hmm. to like because then it's because watching Cloudflare try to like reason their way through why they would or wouldn't remove certain things and how dangerous it is to um, you know prevent like to, to have them be like the unilateral arbiters of what should or shouldn't be allowed on the internet it's really funny because of how insane it is and how like um what's the word how cognitively dissonant they are Mm -hmm. with it where it's like they they obviously they want to have their cake and eat it too so they don't want to be like responsible for like controlling what's on the internet but they do want to make all of the money from like owning all of the internet 
so they want to like be able to facilitate things without caring about like what it does which is basically a utility company you know like the like dte uh or some other midwestern electric company that would not identify where we live uh is not responsible (laughs) if somebody uses electricity that comes into their house to i don't know uh strap a uh person they're trying to interrogate to a metal chair that's sitting in a kiddie pool or something uh well that went dark yeah (laughs) i kind of i've kind of lost the plot a little bit but yeah you you did but basically like they want to be a utility company but they're not a utility company so they 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 have the arrogance to think they'll do an even better job right all yeah, of these but they're not do. doing, but like they have an obligation, like this is a communications network, like it's how people communicate with each other. And like at a certain point, it's it's basically like we need something like the FAA, but for the internet that can like ground jets. Um, but it's like, I understand the concern of that, that our government is basically uh, bought and sold by yeah. private interests anyways. So what would that actually yeah, really the, the, change? the amount of i mean in that exact example the amount of faa regulations that have been shaped by you know american airlines and delta and you know the giant carriers are yeah probably immeasurable you know or just they, the they, internet stuff by the uh with the fcc oh, I, right? I do know the fcc yeah. exists um yeah but, but they don't just completely toothless when it comes to like yeah, online content yeah unless it's about you know, allowing companies to use your data without your. Yeah. They, they love that. They love facilitating yeah. that. Well, ultimately though, even beyond like, so the FCC, they regulate obviously, but they don't. If the internet was a utility, my understanding would be ISPs would be your, would be the utility provider. Like they would yeah. be the quote unquote government regulated or government run part of the internet so you'd still have your your facebook's of the world but ultimately like like for instance if you're gonna cancel a website the isp has the full control over what you can actually access or not assuming you're not on a vpn yeah even if you were though like i mean there's there's even limitations there you know given that there was like yeah, cool. Because the, sort of the VPN would also be, you know, exactly. Because the VPN mm-hmm. would ultimately have to go through ISPs as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, I remember. I remember one time I was I was on an ISP and I was torrenting, and just out of nowhere I got like a when I next time I opened my my browser I got like a hey, yeah, we don't want you torrenting. Kind of, kind of warning message. Is this the first open crime admitted by We Do Crime? <laughs> no, that, that's a, that's a perfect example because torrenting, you know, that's what. You know the uh, yeah. the Sony Pictures or whatever they went after ISPs. They they started getting yep. IP addresses and they started and they would cease, report them they, to your ISP. Yeah, they would, and they then would c- try to cease and desist, and they would send it mm-hmm. directly to your ISP, and then your ISP would be like, "Dude, stop! Like yep. you're you know you're doing illegal things with our yeah." And the ISPs, I think it, I think it literally said illegal activity detected. Uh, yeah. This is a warning from company. Blah 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 blah. It was. I, I want to like, go back. To the wow. electricity company analogy, because okay. I don't even, I don't think it's a good one anymore. Uh, okay, I was, good. I was yeah, sitting here thinking about it. You were losing like, the plot if, a little. I'll edit Well, because like, what if, what if the, the electric utility could, what if the water company could tell that your water was like going to a waterboarding machine? 
if you had control over the flow of water and you knew that water was going to do harm and you could stop the water from doing harm, you would probably have a moral obligation to do that. And like, so I, I saw, like, I, I was know. reading, um, our, I was reading, have, an article have you talked to Nestle? I mean, about, about the Kiwi farms, cloud flare stuff. And it was basically like hemming and hawing about like, Oh, you know, you know, if your company is more responsible for content production or like recommending content, then you have like more of an obligation to censor. But if you're just like the one that owns the pipes, you know, you, you probably shouldn't be involved with that too much. I just think, I think that's so weird. Cause it's like, you all are facilitating the bad stuff happening and you all can make it harder for them to do that. So don't you all have like an equal responsibility to make the, sure that the weird part about the water analogy though, is like, you know, you're the waterboarding thing is like, you're using the water to waterboard. It, it's different when it's just like information. So you're like exchanging ideas, horrible ideas, negative, terrible, not helpful ideas. But then I, I mean, when it becomes ideas. violent, like when it like when it becomes like clear, yeah, that but this like is... the water is actually part of the violence in that analogy, you know, because you're waterboarding. And that's yeah, like well, so but it's also the like docks or the electricity like of, and like, like the kiddie pool. But in but, this situation, it's like uh, the free flow of information. But the free creating... flow of information in some of these cases can be like inherently violent, like doxing oh, yeah. someone. Yeah, like Alex Jones and Pizzagate. Yeah. Like the guy who picked up the gun and went into the whatever pizza parlor and like shot the back door. He was yeah. like, yeah, I listened to InfoWars, got this idea from Alex Jones. I was convinced that there's, you know, this pedophile ring happening in the basement, whatever. But Alex which Jones. Which is real, which is true. Alex Jones is just like talking, you know. He didn't tell yeah, the he was just to saying pick stuff. up the gun. He's just talking, you yeah. know. So that's how they like wiggle out of these things. It's a weird, it's a very difficult place to be, I think, as far as regulation. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you have, like, clear evidence that, a, like, the water in this pipe is drowning someone currently, you probably have an obligation to turn off the water. Yeah, I agree with you there. Here's here's another analogy that would, okay, so, you know, like, what's the guy? It's like a, he's always reading, like, Catcher in the Rye and stuff, and he... It's like the Jodie Foster army or whatever, JFA or whatever. He he was like, I think he tried to kill Reagan, like th that kind of guy. Yeah. He was like piecing together non-existent narratives conspiratorially from media stuff. So the media is not to blame for that because he's just like assembling something that doesn't no, even exist in no. his mind. Is this like an Alex Jones before Alex Jones? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, but you know? what my, but he was like actually make, he was like clinically. Uh, yeah, he's not clinically well. insane. He's 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 he doesn't have very good mental well being. But where do you draw the line? Like, I mean, there's definitely a clear line, like from Alex Jones. Don't get me wrong. Like Alex Jones is instigating violence. There's no question. Like he has been cited many times by January six rioters and all kind you know all kinds of people. Like he is the sole like. Yeah, I got the idea from Ellis Jones. But then you go to another step of like, I don't know, someone that's like in between. Tucker Carlson isn't even a good example anymore because he's pretty extreme. But someone that's What's like going piecing, on <laughs> piecing together things and then getting like a narrative that they're convinced is the right one and then they do something bad. It's like, you know what I mean? Okay. Like the free, that's why I have a tough time with like 
the electric utility, the water stuff when it comes to like just information. Okay. I've, I've synthesized my position, which is now unchangeable and immovable. <laughs> I have figured it out. I figured out how to, how to get the, make it work. Okay. It's, so it's immutable. You can say whatever you want on the internet is it, it's not directly calling. You can get right up to the line of saying, Hey, somebody should really do something about this, this Brandon guy. Right. You can say that, but you have to believe the things you're saying. If you tr- if you if you believe the things, if how you do you prove, how do you how do you prove that you you bring them before this me? This is Drew's fantasy. You bring world, them yeah. no, you bring them to yeah. me, and I I tell you <laughs> if they pass the vibe check of actually believing the things you're saying. If they are like actually wilding out and they're just like they're on that shit. If somebody is like clearly making stuff up for money, yeah, then you're not allowed to say it. Okay, You're allowed to say everything. So th- that money. actually is a perfect segue into like, I think the internet should be utility because of access, because I think the internet is a crucial component nowadays, a cr- crucial com- communication component to getting a job, to living in society. Yeah. It's, in, in it's basically world. you need the internet. These you need days. the internet. Yeah. So I yeah. think like, telecommunications like anything else that you're dependent on like the roads you know like the highways Mm -hmm. you know it's completely you're completely dependent on travel within the you know the world wide web to exist in society nowadays like to cut yourself off from that you would be a hermit like you would you would be cutting yourself off from society it's an integral part to society at this point so that in my eyes should be a, a utility because yeah. of those reasons. Now, the free flow, I don't think that's going to correct the free flow of information, though. I think there's still going to be crazy right-wingers, and I'd like to say crazy left-wingers, but I'm not going to be balanced because there's crazy left-wingers are just like, I don't know, burning down like animal testing facilities or something. It's like nothing in comparison to like... I don't, crazy I don't hang out. I don't know them. <laughs> I'm, like the Earth Liberation Front and stuff like that. I, like, no, they're, they go to a different They're school. pretty cool as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah, even but though, they go to a different. I'm, even uh, though yeah. burning a parking lot full of SUV, SUVs is probably in, putting more carbon into the atmosphere than the yeah, but SUVs it's would have done cool. in their lifetime. But you it's know, it's really cool. It is. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> it's really badass. But I don't think you're going to be able to control that just because it's a utility. Because there's again, there's this weird, like connections that are made that aren't so obvious. Like Alex Jones is obvious, but there's these connections that are made with listeners and listeners' minds that might be picking up on things that, you know, maybe maybe the the actual pundit didn't intend, you know, for them to pick up on. Yeah. Well, some of this stuff is just some people just cannot handle the amount of information that is accessible. That's true. Like yeah. all of the people that, or the majority of people that like go nuts and freak out um, and do something horrifying and horrible, I don't. I don't think that if the for the majority of them, I don't think that if the conditions and the technology were like a hundred years older, I don't think that they would ever have ever gotten to that point. Mm-hmm. Just because there's not enough stimuli, like just the amount of stimulation has like everyone has like a different threshold for that stuff, and some people just are not wired to handle it, uh, and so the increasing amounts of free flows of information have made it so that a lot of a lot more of those people are getting caught up in that net 
Well, that and how aggressive, like, the partisanship has become. Yeah. Like, everything is just run to your corner as fast and as, like, aggressively as possible. There's, like, an open acknowledgement. Like, the whole safe space thing kind of is, it's kind of scary. Like Biden kind of touched on that in his uh, latest speech, you know, just a little bit. The one from the Death Star? Yeah, yeah, the one with the, uh, you know, the Nazi theme. Yeah. According to Alex Jones. That's so, it's so funny watching right-wing people freak out about that. So. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> it's never happened. None of these things have ever happened. Well, that's actually a perfect example of, like, tolerating intolerance and then you're wiped out. Because if you tolerate the absolute attacks on, you know, democracy and the voting process, access to voting and mm-hmm. stuff, if you keep on tolerating that, all right. Yeah, well, that's the only way that, like, Republicans <laughs> can, you know, win. Yeah, you're gonna like, only... you're you're tolerating the the wiping out of of, of you know free elections and society and everything you know as far as like what we know it as. You know. And the only way that Democrats can win is uh, by like pointing to how scary the Republicans are. Yeah, Which like nobody actually wants yeah. to do anything for people. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I but, mean, to, but, but to be honest, I mean, like I they they are scary. Well, yeah. sure, yeah, no, like, they're, I mean, they're it, scary. It it's effective it's a, because it's. It's really scary. Like these people are crazy. Some of these people are crazy. I'm not saying all conservatives are crazy, but like I, coward, the ones, the ones all that conservatives are, but, are crazy. but they're not. But they're not. But the ones that, are, but the ones that are like, you know, really like running right lately, or they're they're just nuts. Like yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot of theocracy. It's a lot of it's so crazy. Based. It's yeah. it's literally like Gilead. Like it's mm-hmm. nuts. Like I just don't. I don't no, understand. Like, I don't even understand how like their their base can like get get behind some of these but things. think about where that connects to like the tech shit because like you are incentivized as a person who's creating on these platforms your goal is to get in front of as many eyeballs as you possibly can the algorithm rewards engagement so you just say increasingly extreme yeah. shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that reaches more people and so like very slowly you start to move the the overton window of like what is acceptable in in the discourse and for like the everyday person to to believe but that's happening it's i i'm we need like a new spectrum because like whether it's like the QAnon people fighting with the infowars people or like you know and it happens everywhere like on every every part of this the spectrum it's just like that's there's no monoculture, so it's not two sides. It's all of these little tiny, like, disparate groups that are, like, extreme and weird in their own ways. And you don't even realize that you're part of those, but the algorithm is designed to create those little subgroups mm-hmm. and have and people are happy to make content that, like, feeds into those little subgroups perfectly. And then there's, like, the places that they connect is where you can, there's maybe some, like, mass fearful movement. I mean, look at how much of a hodgepodge, like, the January 6th was thing was. And that's yeah. why it's like, it's weird for me to like think of it as like some like organized assault. Cause it wasn't like, it was mm. just a bunch of like, that's why like, I don't, when people call it like a, a coup attempt or whatever, it's like, well, I mean, it's, what was the, like there, I, for me to like say there's a coup attempt, there, there needs to be like an actual like plan or whatever. Like, yeah, maybe they wanted to like kill some, some people. Like I'm sure many people in that crowd, think about that all the time um but like it was i'm more focusing on like how disparate those people were like they'd probably fight each other if they weren't yeah for uh, sure. high they on they do 100 yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. so it's just the atomization of yeah. like of everyone 
the I mean that I don't even know if those groups were aware of one another. No. Like they they all thought they were probably part of the same. Yeah, everyone's looking around like, oh yeah, look at all these these mm-hmm. Jones heads, and then you know, they, the other people were like, man, look at all these Q guys. There was there was an interview with uh, <clears throat> one of the. I don't know if he's like a. Yeah, I think he's just a New York Times journalist or whatever. I think I talked to you guys about this before, but he he essentially listened to like a thousand hours of court cases for the January sixth insurrection, and he's like, yeah, the theme is. They all thought that everyone around them, based on everyone around them, based on their echo chamber, that they're doing the right thing. Like, yeah. That this is the obvious solution to this issue that we're that we have. Everyone hates Biden. Everyone knows the election was stolen. Everyone loves Trump. So let's get together and let's 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 take this country back. You know, like they're they're literally convinced like 350 million people all felt that way. Yeah. And they were shocked to learn. That that yeah. Wasn't true. Well, cause like the internet, <laughs> like the, the internet, um, you think of it as this, your connection to the rest of the world, the world at mm-hmm. large. And I think most people don't realize that the internet that you're exposed to is your personal mm-hmm. fantasy hell zone. That's why I listen mm-hmm. to knowledge fight. Yeah. That's why I try to like exposes things like that's why I try to get exposure to all types of content. That's why I I spend a lot of time on uh, all of the the bad websites. And that's why I spend a lot of time off of all of those things. Just everything in general. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I'm trying to find my. I was on. I was on the social media before I go off. I uh I had to, I had to stop in uh 2016. 2016 was Trump, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to I had to stop social media then just because of the just the conversations with people and how angry it made me and just honestly that that was a, that's when I ended up having to take uh, anxiety meds like I I never had anxiety I'm not I mean it could be co- completely coincidental you know who knows it could just be my genetic makeup but I don't know man.